Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host Scott Minton. Today we are going through the Den of Thieves again with three different Carl T. Huber's Starlight Barrel Finishes. These are all, I'm going to say, fairly recent releases. We have the Scottish Ale, the Bordeaux Wine, and the Triple Sec. So, so John, I'm, I'm going to let you take a little bit of a lead on these since these are all your bottles and you've tried them a little bit. And uh, you want to you want to walk us through these bad boys? Absolutely, man. So I started Huber's at the end of April, beginning of May, and they had the Bordeaux finished literally day two that I started working there, and it became one of my favorite finishes. Um, the sweetness content, I think, is a is a perfect balance, which is why in the actual testing we're going to do that in the middle. Um, the Scottish Ale was the uh, most recently released before I went to Ireland, um, which was in the B about the second week in June. Um, and that one I am just so impressed with, um, the, the, the level of different notes that you get from it is something quite special. Uh, and then to round it off, the triple sec um, is honestly something I would, I would use in cocktail making. I mean, I'm a novice cocktail bartender, um, but I watch a lot of things on YouTube, and I try to like have. Different did you ideas. stay at a Holiday Inn last night? <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I did. <laughs> With the leaky ceiling and the no ice in the dispenser. Um, but I, I really enjoy. I really enjoy making cocktails with it. Almost makes a good substitute for a triple sec liqueur because um, it gives it a little bit more of the rye so i wanted to break these out and we we're going to kill them tonight and really excited about if we it. kill these we're all going to go home fucked up <laughs> so we're gonna be in the <laughs> look at me i'm the first one to drop you guys them out. are instant. hey that's okay i used to pick up bodies for a living so all right so <laughs> so 108 proof is the scottish ale it's a bourbon the bordeaux is a bourbon and it's 110.8 and then the the triple sec is 109 proof. All of them are four years old or just mm-hmm. slightly over four years old. Yep. So we're going to dive into these bad boys. Has anybody smelt this yet? The, the, I just did. Uh, I did. On the Scottish Ale. It's got a kind of, I wouldn't say peat, but it's definitely got a little bit more of that kind of that earthy, earthy tone. tone to it. Yeah. I'll tell you, the, the, before, while, you're, while you guys are smelling and, and tasting and all that kind of stuff, the one thing I do like about the bottle, it's got the old school Catholic school girl, like, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> kilt. Oh, <laughs> dim, skirt, we're looking up them skirts. The, uh, around the, around hit the me, edge, baby, one more time. <laughs> around the edge of each one of the sides of the label. I thought oh, that yes. was just kind of neat. So, uh, oh, do they you, have any It looks like those? the double O. Why are you looking at me like that, you Carl? You missed. What just happened I'll keep here? it PG. I have never Carl, tried this before, and this is. The look on Carl's mm, face was like. delicious. It was the happiest moment of his um, life. We do have it still. If anyone is interested in the Scottish Ale after this podcast, um, please go up to visit Huber's because we are going to rotate it out very soon. Tell so him John sent you. Tell him Johnny Boy. And the go boys, and the boys from Johnny. Bourbon Barrel Talk sent you. But let me, let me dive in on this bad boy. So, so, Scott, this is the one I talked about there. Every time you, you get a nose, every time you take a taste, there is something different that you're picking up on. It's very complex on the nose. Yeah. I'm trying to dive in and really, really decipher mm. this. It's delicious on the palate. I was spoiled. I was swirling a little hard to kind of see what the legs is on and this you thing. Spilt it everywhere. I, oh, I did. Sp- it a little did come. Oh, up I the see top. it now on your uh, on my finger and hand. Yeah. No, I was looking at the glass where you. Yeah, it's yeah, way at the top. Where it flew off. But I mean, it, it's got some great legs to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that nose is mm. just crazy. I agree with Jared and. and, and it's got a little bit of that earthy I'm not, tone I'm not to a it. scotch guy, so but I've had scotch, and I, I know the difference between like an actual true peaty texture and taste to it. This is this is the light version. There's mm-hmm. some of that that comes through, 
but then it is undercut with this really nice, almost fruity, it's definitely got its vanilla. And I I'm getting like a big heavy malt. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say I don't want to be that guy, but you kind of get a little bit. I know it's a Scottish ale, but I, it, you get a little bit of that kind of distiller's beer kind of smell to it. Like whenever you've yeah. gone taking a tour and you kind of smell right over the fermenters and whatnot, that you kind of get a little bit of that in there. It's, yeah. it's so, got a great like difference. right before it kind of gets that. Has anybody ever had type o- malt old speckled hen? The, the beer mm-hmm. old spec. That's what it's kind of. It, it, it's reminiscent of that. It's like an ESB. It's it, 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 more more so than I feel like a Scottish ale, at least on the nose. But that's what I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting that that beer, like you said, and then I'm getting a ton of malt, like a lot of that really, really sweetness that's coming through from the malt. Mm-hmm. Which I I really like that. What's the um, distillery down in Tennessee that makes? Um, they have the malted um, like everything on its malt, and I can't think Dickel? of what it is. No, not Dickel. It's not one of the Jack Daniels, Cascadia. No, no. Are you talking the one that just? Yeah, the, uh, the one that you and Greenbrier. No, not Greenbrier. The one that you and Caleb... Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yes, Chattanooga. I love oh, their Chattanooga. one Chattanooga? Chattanooga. <laughs> Chattanooga? We have a new city. We made up a whole new city in Tennessee. Thanks, Jared. Chattanooga. That's like me when I say Louisville, and everybody makes fun of me because my wife doesn't that like was, it when I say Louisville. That was but all it's named after episode. King Louis, so it should be Louisville. You know, if you don't say it with marbles in your mouth, then you're not from Louisville. That's that's exactly what right. Louisville is what a lot of people call it, too. So. But it's it's got a little bit of that um, Chattanooga one eleven kind of along that lines, and I love well, that Chattanooga. Yeah, their Chattanooga cast strength one eleven proof. Oh, I love that bottle. Oh, that is a good bottle. This is just so pleasing to go when you swallow it. it there is there is just a nice lingering, and then it it's gone. Don't look I would agree with that. It is very it is very. You're so delicious. immature, Jared. The listeners, if you could see Jared's face right now, he's just being yeah, the, fucking the, child. The finish is quick. It's yes. really really quick. Like Jared, um, <laughs> four pump jump. <laughs> so it was, it, it's really, it is, it's really quick. The mid palate's got has a decent amount of flavor, um, but it's mainly this is mainly a front forward b- bourbon oh, though. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's definitely it, all on the front front of the tongue. And uh, John just flung some out. Just sling it all over me. <laughs> I think I got some uh, my knees Scottish wet. Ale on Scott, I'm making them wet. Oh. I'm sorry, I, I had to kill the si- I had to kill the silence with at least a little bit of a laugh because I did witness it. So, but right. it is very good. I would I would try to try it with a little bit of drops of water. I think that will that to me actually makes the peatiness, the grass come through even more so. Man, there's a lot of rye on that tongue and on that front palate. Oh yeah, very much. That so. spice and this was and released it's a little at floral. The, it was released at the same time as the. Um, stout, the stout finished, um, which was way overpowering, I think, to the actual bourbon. See, I missed the stout finish. I haven't tried it yet either. So the nose, man, just goes crazy with water. Mm-hmm. Adds some spiciness. The rye's really popping on the nose. It becomes it, almost alcoholic. I think, alcoholic, it's, like I think ethanol-y. it's way more earthier, too, which is yeah. probably along the lines of When you add that water, the taste completely changes. So again, is that because I don't, I, I, I don't have the most distinguished palate. Is that a peatiness? Is that an earthiness? What is the difference between the two, Scott? What do you think? So when I think of... What do you think of? When I think of earthy, I can think of like regular grass, um, wood, um, dirt, I mean, I guess, mm. and kind of some kind of, you know, type thing. I also think of like different types of like herbs or spices, you know, that are earthier, like your cardamons and things mm. like that, clove, 
Um, and then obviously tobacco would be another one that would be an earthier tone. Um, so, but when I get peat, I get like, I mean, the only way I've, it, and this is the way I've always described it. If you stuck a flip flop and you threw it in a pond and you let it sit for a few weeks and get a little grass and mold or the, the algae growing on it and you took it out and you licked it, that's peat. <laughs> It's kind of the most, uh, the, the newest, freshest. Oh, wait a minute. And then you stuck it in a, in a barrel and smoked it for 20, for two hours. And then you licked it. But it's just, it's that smoky, weird, like mossy. I, I just don't know any other way to put it. I just, it, it's, and, and, and I'm not a, I'm not a scotch drinker. So therefore I'm not a peated person. So when I have those Lagavulins and things like that, like I, I it just doesn't do right by me. I've had a couple that I was like, yeah, that's not the worst thing I've ever tried in my life. But I've never tried one. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, that is delicious. I want, like, the entire bottle. So you get a little hit of that in this bourbon. Not but, as much. But then I it kind of washes away into this very nice, yeah. pleasant, sweetly spiced bourbon. I get a lot more of the sweet on the back end for me. And the water really didn't do much with it. I don't feel like it kind of just killed the the front palate and just kind of mellowed out that whole mm-hmm. mid and finish. It opened up a little to me, but yeah, that's me. It opened just. I think it opened up the the nose more than it opened up the, the actual I agree. taste. Yeah, yeah. I think it just added. I think it added a little more earth to the both the nose and the taste but that's about it so adding water to it and then letting it sit like i i bet a dime to a dollar when we come back to that in a few minutes if if we do it'll be it'll be tobacco if we do (laughs) when we do (laughs) all right next is the bordeaux so this one's 110.8 proof which i'm surprised it picked up that much proof coming and going into a bordeaux but you know we'll see what happens on the nose i think it is it infinitely sweeter than the scottish ale so i'm not a big bordeaux drinker Unless it's white Bordeaux, which people think that's weird when I say that I prefer white Bordeaux over red, but I'm not a wine drinker, so this is completely out my wheelhouse. I'm, I'm with you there. If it ain't a sweet wine, I don't know what it is. I don't like wine. <laughs> I so. literally walk in and if it ain't Boone's Farm, I ain't got a <laughs> no, clue what no. it is, buddy. <laughs> or barefoot. I was gonna say if it ain't like the Huber's sweet red, then I don't fucking know. Sweet what Marcella. It is. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Or, or the black. about the to go into the season of the Pops Reserve. It's going to be quite busy for Johnny. You know, I, I honestly, I, I think Ted and them should do that. I think they should take a take like a four year old bourbon and, and and age it in a sweet Marcella barrel. Oh man, that would be so good. I'm just curious what it would end up tasting like. I, I think very grape forward. There's a break a great brandy that they have out right now, a rye whiskey that I think be kind of similar to that it'd be like if they um, did it in those ice wine barrels it's just going to be insane dude I, i'm so excited about the ice wine barrels dude, i got I hope you i, get I got one. you guys back yeah. okay yeah mm, we'll, you we'll better be, have my back we'll be getting those. one for the podcast for sure we'll, right. we'll, we'll crack it on the podcast yeah um, so i do like the nose on this yeah it's very like you said very sweet i don't know if this is fruity just crazy or not but I get almost a maple out of this. I get more of a maple out of this than I did the wild turkey 101 maple. I could I, I get it's where you like get like foresty you're, almost. Yeah, you get that but you you're also getting a heavy sweetness. Um I'm There's way more sweetness in this than uh-huh. Yeah, I just I don't know if it's as much maple as it maybe is something else and I don't know I can't put my finger on it. It makes I think me a maple syrup, and maybe people. I'll taste it and I'll get it. Go ahead. It Sorry. makes me appreciate people that that have a palate where they can distinguish, you know, twelve to, to twenty different flavors and odors and things. It, it really is a, a science and an art to it. 
Um, we just need to make a kit. All there is to it. <laughs> That's interesting. That, Carl that just comes in swinging clutch. <laughs> That's super interesting. It is. It's very like very front pallet though. I mean, yeah. There's not much on the rear. Very. There's mm-hmm. almost nothing on the finish. And maybe I'm getting leftovers from the Scottish ale barrel finish, but it's like sweet, but also kind of earthy, but also you know. I get more of the sweet than whiskey. Earthy. I agree, but that's why I'm saying I think I'm maybe I'm getting a little bit of leftovers from the from having just tasted the Scottish ale barrel. It's like a uh, it's, maple, but it's vanilla. Good. I don't hate it. Caramel. There's it's some spice very to good. it at the end, though. There's a, it's there's very some nice little spice. To it's it. all spice. It's warm. It's warm. It's warm. Yes. It's very warm on the palate. Mm. I'm not Absolutely. getting the warmth. I do get almost like a little plum in the mid palate. Interesting. You're just a, a touch of a plum. I am a plum. <laughs> I'm also a hill. <laughs> Do you want to see the TikTok of some girl who's like eating plums from a vine and she's like breaking into them and then it cuts to Thanos going. Ah! <laughs> it's so funny. I do not know I'm what not, you're talking I'm not about. Seeing that. It's a great TikTok. My my listeners, my cult of listeners. So speaking of TikTok, <laughs> I, I, I interviewed Bu- Bruzel. And he I watched uh, that. So he that was a great he did a forty hour like wait for <laughs> I guess he got a Russell's thirteen and the Weller yeah. foolproof. Did you see where he I took did. the Weller foolproof and tried to so put it? In, he put it in his gas tank <laughs> on his lawnmower because people told so him it was mad. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> They're so stupid. You waited forty hours for Weller foolproof, and he's like, evidently I'm stupid for doing this. So let's try something even stupider. So he tried to start his lawnmower with Weller foolproof. <laughs> Some of the foolproof picks up. You That's not what they are. You know how many people would be so mad? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, one included at this table. One, not who, me. Show of hands, who would be pissed? One, I tell you what, two. that that non-store pick that I had <laughs> I will say it, it did it did make me make my skin crawl just a little. Wow. So the nose really awkward. the nose really opens up on 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 the water. Oh yeah. Actually, the flavor adds a little to it. Get a little bit of a uh, that grape. Mm-hmm. It's a dark that. fruit. It's a grape. It's a yeah, grape plum. Plum, yeah. yeah. That's grape and plum. Why do you try the if you try the PX Sherry finished? That thing's straight grape and plum. It's like one of those uh, raisins they give you as a kid. Yes, deal. That's got all the sugar all over it and the sunglasses. The, I bet that thing with a block of ice is delicious. Love the color because I do like the water. I, I think the water actually finishes that out nicely. Yeah, I think this one would be really would be perfect in an old fashioned, a smoked old fashioned. I, I like. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. A little bit of cherry, a little go bit of orange. It. Go so. make an old fashioned right now. Well, the problem right is now. we're out of that and, bottle and smoked old fashioned. You can have Done. the rest of mine. What it's always fascinated me is that these are all. I think the Scottish ale and the Bordeaux are both a one. There's a 108, there's a 1010, and a 109. So you're looking at proofs that are in order, and it, it just is awesome to me how different they can be. That that I think a lot of people that drink bourbon newly, and I was guilty of this too, when we start looking at the proof, we immediately think hot, or we think of the Kentucky burn. And for this one, I don't get any burn. It It, it is very, like we all discussed, it's very mouth forward, and then it just kind of, no, hundred percent. So, Go back and smell the Scottish ale now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smell this triple sec while you're smelling that. You, you tell me what you get on that bad boy. Tobacco, so, like a very sweet cigar. Yeah, yeah. Little bit of banana I, bread. I, 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 I knew it as soon as I put that glass yeah. down. I was last smelling. I was like, wait till you go back to that thing. It's gonna be straight tobacco. 
That smells delicious. It does. So, John, on the Bordeaux one, you said you got the maple, a little bit of a maple on it. Yes. Whenever I added the white, the the water to it, I get that maple now a little bit. It's a, it's right a with you. syrupiness. It's, a, it's a, yeah. I don't think it's an actual maple no, see, flavor, I get, but it's it's this syrupy consistency to yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and it hugs the rim of the glass so yeah, nicely yeah. when you do put a few drops of water on. So this triple sec has got a really really unique nose. I was expecting to be a lot more citrusy on the nose, and to me, it's more. It's a different fruit. Like it's weird. I don't. I I'm kind of shocked. Like I, I get I get some faint, and maybe it's citrus, but maybe it's almost like grapefruit. I don't know. It's so weird. A little melon. I would in there. say there it is. It is spicier than the other two. Like honeydew. Like a little melon. Yeah, yeah. like honey. Like a, like a honeydew, or like maybe like cantaloupe or something. It's got, like it's got a, yeah, I could I could definitely smell that. It's like a melony, like but like I said, I oh, it's almost like I get a really really faint bit of like ruby red grapefruit. I can honestly say I've never had a ruby red grapefruit. Really? I mean, I've had honeydew and cantaloupe and. Warm You've never milk. had a grapefruit? Like you never like have grapefruit I've for had breakfast with like a little sprinkle of sugar on it? A little bit of grapefruit, but not ruby red it's like, grapefruit. It's like one of the best like We're fruit, fruit for you. Well, you act like you make I'm all your dreams come true. <laughs> freaking healthy over here. Or, I like, saw a TikTok recently that it said that changed my life. You cut oh the grapefruit God, in I'm half. TikTok. Go ahead. You cut the grapefruit in half and then you you pull it like back in and of itself like a sponge and it pops yeah. out or something and it pops out and so then you just take your fork and you wonderfully eat so you turn it inside out you turn yeah just okay carl yes there's a fucking inside out but there's a there's a way that you can say it that is much more um enticing sorry, to the listener i saw a tiktok that said Scott, these are we our daily do. fucking conversations <laughs> with me and Carl. I am that the I am the the creative, um, out of his mind kind of guy, and Carl's just the down to earth, contractor sexy kind of guy. <laughs> That's right. So you know. That's right. You got to take a him for a ride on his big yellow tractor. <laughs> big yellow tractor. <laughs> can go and we have slow. a different way of describing things. So. How would you describe this? So John uh, John John uses a verbose method of de- describing <laughs> <laughs> describing things, and Carl uses the redneck version. We just turn that shit inside out. <laughs> is exactly. that what you're saying? Uh, that that is a, a ringer there, Scott. I just I, I simplified it all for everybody. You verbose did. to redneck. <laughs> I'm going to hire you as my official interpreter now. <laughs> for those of us who well, have I no think idea I sort of need them more than you. Johnisms. <laughs> But I, honestly, I want to talk about the spice of this one because this kicks me. This kicks me in the head. Honestly. It had a little more pepper than the others. Yes, I would agree with that. It's good though. I mean, I can't hate on it. I like it. I like it a lot. So I could see where you said this makes a fantastic uh, cocktail. Um, I just, man, it's different. Like I, it's different than I was expecting. Do you get any cinnamon or red hotness under the tongue? Um, Maybe I get a little that, cinnamon. I get that more. I get a little heat, but I don't know that I would pick it up as cinnamon. I I, I think more be pepper than because it's real minty and honest. Yeah. In all in all honesty, there's a lot of mint on this. Yeah, the tongue. My tongue almost like, like a menthol. Uh, or still not like quite far. Double mint gum, like more like a spearmint, like a sweet mint. But okay. there's still some this. But it but it's over. It's it. It's not over. It's overpowered by the by the pepper and by like the the more robust parts of the spice. Yeah, I would agree with that. More so than the Scottish ale was. Yes. 
Okay. Speaking of the Scottish Ale, I'm going to go back and smell the old empty glass just to see if it's done anything crazy since then. It should be pretty much exactly where it was at. So we we said it's it exactly was where banana, and we said that it was what did you say? Tobacco, tobacco, tobacco. yeah, a light cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not almost like a like a Swisher Sweet or mm-hmm. an Acid, one of those really sweet cigars. Yeah, I have an Acid at home. I'm excited to try. It's, it might even have a touch of clove, like those old school. Um, what are the what are those clove cigars called? Dijerums. Mm-hmm. Have not had an Acid cigar yet, so I'm in. Are you a, to try are it. you a cigar and bourbon connoisseur together no. or? No. We discussed this last time. I think off podcast. He doesn't like cigars. Well, I'm sorry. I only he, have a few a year. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what I meant yeah. to say. My my fault. I, I am not the person that's gonna you know by, by, pull by out me. a seventy five or an eighty dollar Mancudo or mm-hmm. you know the, 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 a real fancy Padron or something like that and smoke it. I, I wouldn't. I would not. I would not appreciate it like somebody else would. Or absolutely not for me. They make that expensive of cigars. Oh, there's. Three, four hundred dollars cigars. Yeah. Holy like, crap! I'm a novice. Yeah. It's yeah. Just we're all novice. It's its own yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I spent ten bucks, and I'm thinking, holy shit! Yeah, I'm, what the I'm like hell? you. I'm like you. I, Fifteen dollars is about my max on a stick. Yeah, yeah. I think I spent twenty dollars on a pappy one, and I had a I had a fifty dollar one, and I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was some kind of Oliva. Um, not mm. like the Starlight ones, but it was like one of their high end, yeah. like X series or something like that. And it was good, but I just, I was like, eh, it's not that much better than the V's than we get at Starlight for free, and there's like $12, $10, 12 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. I think we, uh, we bought them the other day for like right, there, yeah, right around there because we went and bought some. Liquor Barn. Yeah. I was at Liquor Barn the other day, and they had the nice Milanio Robustos, and they were, and I, I didn't buy any, but I should have. But So the water on this. I don't care for it. Yeah. Um, haven't done that yet. That's because you're too busy sniffing the Scottish Ale. Damn straight. So since you're only kind of allowing yourself a certain amount of time for cigars, do you enjoy the the tobacco coming through, that leafy yes. sweetness yes. that you had said I think was the um, um, the cigarillo almost kind of Or do you just puff through texture. it to make your own happy? No, 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 no. I, I'm joking. I, I, I enjoy a cigar. The, the problem that I don't like about cigars is that I, when I smoke them, I taste them for three days. I, I fully uh, agree there. Like I literally, and and maybe I'm just a sissy. You can call me what you want, whatever. Sissy, and that's fine. You can I'm do that. Joking. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm I, entirely that, joking. And that's fine. I, I I tell my buddy, I tell Jazzy all the time because he's like, dude, you just need to man up. And I'm like, but I just I feel like I taste them for three days, and that's not something that I want to do. You know, there's very few bourbons I would want to taste for three days. Like, and, and I love bourbon. Um, I, I don't, I like a cigar every once in a while for a special occasion, hanging out with the boys, drinking some bourbon, sitting around the fire, drinking some bourbon, playing golf, you know, smoking a cigar. Those are the times when you would typically catch me with a cigar or one of those three, three occasions. Um, but outside of that, I mean, if we were just, you know, going out for a guy's weekend or something and everybody else smoked a cigar you most likely would not see me light one up unless like something in that realm came up like we were playing golf or doing you know a night fire or something like that to me it's more about uh, to me it's more like an experience you know the cigar itself is an experience you know and and i always smoke them at the starlight event so i've i've broke kind of my my rule of three to four times a year typically the last couple of years because of those cigar batch releases but Outside of that, I'm 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 pretty steady. So do you call a bonfire a night fire? 
bonfire, night fire, whatever you want to call it. Because night fire actually sounds pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Maybe it's just me being an idiot, but that sounds kind of cool. I've never heard it referred to as a night fire, but that's pretty cool. It's okay, not, Sailor well, Man, so thank you. You can have a fire <laughs> Shut during. up, you John. Can, like, so when you went camping, right, you, you pretty much have a fire lit all day. All day, oh, all yeah, night. Yeah. It goes all day long. So yeah. there, there's something about a night fire. Like 11 o'clock at night, it, it, it's cold, it's dewy, everything's coming down. You, you, you have to kind of get close. There's something about a night fire to me. You're more exposed different. to the, the, the unknown at night as you are during the day. That's yeah. part of it. I think the other part is just it's just you at that point you need the fire, right? Cuz it's cooler. Yeah. And for me, even in even in the summertime, even if it's hot, like there's something about a, a fire at night that's just kind of soothing or mm-hmm. cozy or cozy, yeah. Absolutely 100%, you know. That's when it makes you, me want to go to sleep every time I'm near one. Yeah. I've caught my feet on fire once or twice. <laughs> so is is bourbon, is bourbon not really a, caught them on fire, but my shoes melted. Shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Getting kind of like a goosebumps vibe. Like would bourbon be the drink of choice if you were sitting around a fire at eleven o'clock at night, eleven thirty, almost goosebumps? midnight and you were like telling scary stories? Would bourbon be the drink that you would choose? No, not for not for scary stories. No. Around a bonfire for most of the time, no, but scary yeah. stories, I don't know that that adds anything to the to the yeah, scary to stories. The I want scotch because I don't like it and I don't like scary stories. <laughs> I'm with your just make Molotov cocktails <laughs> and scotch and that roll was it across. <laughs> that was entirely for the joke. I don't hate scotch actually, but I would drink rum and coke. You're drinking rum and coke. No, I'd be really? fine with that. Yeah, rum and coke. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Rum and coke. See, bonfires, yes. Scott, I just Bourbon, don't agree. I don't, know, I don't see that. What do you got wrong for with rum? I love rum. Rum is my second favorite to bourbon, but just at a bonfire, I don't think a rum and coke would be appropriate. No. That's what I started drinking way before bourbon. It's a dark spirit. And, and I, well, I, I'd be honest with you. I, I think that's probably the the main reason why. Soco and Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Crown Royal and Soco. Seven. Um, oh, if you're man. sitting around telling, if you're sitting around telling ghost stories or just. Things like that, joking. Just, you want something light and refreshing, and, and not that bourbon can't be light and refreshing, but I, I, I like I, maybe maybe bourbon and ginger ale, like okay. a, like a mule. So you say that light and refreshing bourbon is much more of a deep thought drink, philosophical. Yes, thank you. That's yes. what I'm looking for. It's what, what, a philosophical drink. Whereas, like you said, Soco and Seven. Rum and Coke, even Jack and Those Coke. are things you did when you were Whiskey young and, and had fun. Young, dumb, and full of cum. It, That's it, what we it, like to it say. It depends on the storyteller, I guess. Whatever mood that they're in, yeah. you can find an alcohol to match yeah. that. Yeah. You know, 151 and uh, some 7-Up. Uh, Ooh, 151. I keep my comments to myself. <laughs> oh, my God. 151? Uh, what the hell? Uh, have you never had 151? Jesus, no. Oh, my God. That sounds one. terrible. No, it's good. How does that it's rate good. compared to King Cobra? <laughs> So I've what I the one thing I have always wanted to do, and they don't make 151 anymore, by the way. Oh, um, is I'd like to do 151 and age it, put it in a barrel. Really? Yeah. So if anybody has a 151, we need to. F- you need to. Uh, What's that? How many years know? you think? How many years you like? Oh, to age I, that? I I I don't think it would take much more than about a year, year and a half. Okay. If that, especially 18, if it's a 18 mini months, bottle. maybe. Oh, if yeah. it's in a mini barrel, it would take way less than that. But if you yeah. got, if you could somehow come up with it, and honestly, I mean, I could order a vat of of rum at 160 proof we could water it to 151 and but we could barrel it but i have no idea what it would end up like <laughs> but i would like to try it i'm now. all for that <laughs> i love the uh fortuitous union i give it a shot that they do so what are the final impressions of the three that we have tried here so if scottish I'm, ale who likes that i, I love like that the, scottish i like ale. the scottish ale i like the bordeaux too um 
I'm gonna if I'm gonna rank these, I'm gonna go. I'm probably Scottish Shell go... first, oh, Bordeaux shit. with water, Triple Sec last. See, I just like all three of them neat, but this is the Scottish, the Bordeaux, and the right. Triple Sec. I last. guess I'm gonna have to go a little different. This is the Scottish Triple Sec, then the Bordeaux. Gotcha. All right. And I think that's because you don't you don't tend to fancy the uber sweet. No, I'm, I'm not. Say, a, you know. Unless it's a rum, then that's a different story. Not really. I actually liked I liked Scottish Ale, Bordeaux, Triple Sect. I liked a little bit of water in the Scottish Ale. Huh. It brought out enough peat that I felt like maybe I could enjoy a scotch, but I'm not drinking one. So, yeah. we, so we all liked the Scottish Ale the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a mixed review on the Triple Sect. Well, really, Carl was the dissenter again. On yeah, the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Trent. <laughs> Love um, the triple sec, but I liked water in the Bordeaux, and you, everybody else liked them neat, except for you liked water in the Scottish Ale, right, John? Bit, a little bit in the Scottish Ale, yeah, mm. I did. I like it just yeah. straight up. Right. It took some of the dirt away from me, and it just brought forth that flavor. Well, you don't like the big rye. You're not a big rye guy, though. I, not as much. I'm not as much as you are. I yeah, think yeah, you have yeah, become yeah. more of a rye guy than me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Nothing it's wrong you, with you, me, and then yeah, and then, then Carl. Carl. Yeah. yeah. So all three of them. Solid bourbons, solid pours. You, they're worth a buy. I mean, hundred percent. I honestly, I would use the triple sec probably most likely as some kind of a mixer. Yeah. Um, just because of the fact that I think that it could really, really hold up well in a cocktail. A, it's one hundred nine proof. B, it's got some nice undertone notes that I think would pick up well, especially like in an old fashioned, like old fashioned you said. Manhattan, something what like do you that. Think about the the Bordeaux and the Manhattan. Is that what we were just talking about? Uh, oh, for one, I think anything that's made into a Manhattan tastes like trash because yeah. it has vermouth in it. But <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say that for you. Uh, yeah, I would. I know. I knew that, but we would need my wife for that one. Now, if you're talking to John, let him answer that it's, question. But yeah. you, I, I think the Bordeaux might be a little sweet for the Manhattan. Too sweet? I think it'd be a little too sweet. You now, don't think the vermouth could stand up against that? That's what I was hoping. I, for. I think it could, considering I've been using the maple uh, maple bourbon. Oh, I would I would have to, I would have to really make a couple comparisons too. I've been trying. Um, and maybe do probably depends on the quality of the vermouth too. That's true. The the bourbon would would enhance that I think. Yeah. Vermouth is still trash, by the way. In case anybody, in case anybody I, ever wanted to wonder what my opinion on vermouth was, it's trash. I, think you've made I that knew clear which, over the times. <laughs> I knew what your you're so subtle about that, Scott. <laughs> trash. I knew what your opinion was, so my question initially was more directed towards John. So we just ha- well, there there's a guy that is on YouTube it. and he's called How to Drink, and it's a great channel. It's a lot of fun. And he experiments. He's not a bartender, a, a, like a, a licensed bartender. He just enjoys mixing shit. And so he has influenced me a little bit in terms of cocktail making. And I think the vermouth is, you almost want that to be forward in a Manhattan, even though it kind of, it does, the flavor isn't great. So I will agree with you with that. Right. But I don't think it's super sweet. I think the Scottish Ale might actually make for a great Manhattan. I could see that. See, but I just wouldn't waste it in the Manhattan. I'd yeah. just drink it straight. Well, I just have... I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm sure it would be, but sorry. Go ahead, Scott. No, I was going to say, the only problem with any of these and in, in, in mixing them is the price point. I mean, yep. you're mixing... It's, you, it's an it's, it's what, $75, $75 mixer? $75 dollar mixer, yeah. Yeah, so that's the only caveat, but it is what it is. Well, that's our 
that's our opinion on these. So uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My favorite medium is uh, probably going to be Facebook most of the time. Um, if you want to DM us or message us, you can do it through either one of those instant messenger functions. And you can also email us at burnbarreltalk at gmail.com. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way you get every episode on time on Sunday morning at 6 a.m. This is Scott, John, Carl, and Jared signing off from the Den of Thieves. Peace out. See ya. See ya.